0: All right, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Scott here live in truth. The last American Vagabond studios with Ryan Chris John. Ryan. How you doing, doing, buddy? Doing do
1: good? good, doing good. Oh. I'm excited. This is the only only the second time we've actually had, and I technically the first one with Derek didn't go with all that well. So we had to jump over to one camera. So I'm glad that we're getting this working where we can get this set up and it's nice. This is fun to get the actual yeah. dynamic going on. You yep. know, I yep. like yep. it. I like um, so it.
0: So we came in, I came in here when we were just like, okay, how are we gonna do this? Like for two people, right? Because as you guys probably recognize the backdrop here, this mm-hmm. Ryan's little little spot. So we kind of <laughs> accommodated two people now. Mm-hmm. So man, what a trip. I just, you know, for all of you that are out there watching, man, like I just, uh, this has just been such an amazing journey. And then the destination being here in Tennessee with you doing, doing, doing this, man, like I just, I can't even begin to describe how just grateful and overwhelmed and just how fired up I
1: am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an honor to have you here, man. It really is. I mean, it's, it's, is we'll get, we'll probably get into this in another show, maybe on my show where we go, where I actually plan on having him on for an interview and talking about this, but it's a, it's, it's a cool idea that we're trying to flesh out here and having you know giving people the opportunities that i didn't really have when i was first starting out and so on and it's like we just as a community need to stick together that's the real point about it you know so it's yeah. great to have you here man
0: yeah awesome all right uh let's see but is everybody is here put, put something in the comments if you guys can't hear i think we're good like the audio sounds good on my end but somebody mm-hmm. was saying oh wait a minute there we go stream needs to go live okay i didn't click the go live on rock fan okay oh there it is got it. there we go there we go Okay, now we're rocking. But anyway, guys, so uh yeah, so we're here, we're doing a rebunked bunk stream live here with the folks. And so uh I've had Ryan on the show. So as you guys know, Ryan was the very first person I had on the new show here. Right, and right. so uh he's kind of come full circle here. And the <laughs> premise of the show being basically we're uh we're talking about things where, you know, have been reported historically as being debunked, right? As right. uh, you know, as a, okay, it looks like we're rolling out. All right, cool. You know, as, as, as things that the media reports is being debunked, that's like their go-to, right? They, they just, they take whatever they can and like the fact checkers and they'll pick out one little piece and then they'll, or, or they'll conflate it into something that doesn't even, that's not even what we were saying. And they'll debunk that thing. Right? Yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> so they have all these <laughs> tricks and tactics to, uh, to debunk the, the claims that we're making or, or whatever that we're trying to put on the table. But the, the problem with that is is that eventually the truth comes out. Mm-hmm. The truth right. always comes out. Right. So if they're building these false constructs in order to debunk what it is we're saying, at the end of the day, that's can only that only has a certain lifespan. Eventually it's gonna fizzle out. And so right. we're witnessing that in real time. And uh and so I think I feel like on all these topics, particularly COVID, now with Ukraine, nobody in the business has been covering it better than Ryan over here. Well, thank so, you. I yeah, appreciate that. Dude, it's just insane. Like you have informed so much of my work last couple of years
1: and love uh, hearing that. Thank you, man. <laughs> I wanted to p- comment on what you said there, which yeah. is interesting is that that straw man argument is yeah. so rampant right now, like yeah. to the point to where it's, and it's not even hidden. It's like the, so we're debunking whether this exists. Here's a Facebook post that said that it doesn't exist, but it's also tied to this thing, whatever that thing is. And your point is they just go after that thing yeah. instead of the actual thing they claim they're debunking. Yeah. And then people look at that and they say, look, he say it's Reuters says it's debunked. And they're not even talking about the actual discussion, let alone the fact that that one Facebook post was not even where that came from. As if we all just look at a Facebook post and say, look at what Facebook said. Yeah. It's like, they just have this remedial reduced version of how they present things. It's embarrassing, you know? Really, and yeah. why we have a job today. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh,
0: what's up, LDs in the chat? What's up, LD? All right, cool. Um, yeah, you guys. So anyway, so we're here. as you guys know, I haven't covered this very much on Rebunked at all. Um, for me, it just is, it's just like, Oh, ever since the Ukraine thing happened, right? It just became another, just a, one of these wedge issues, right? Where mm-hmm. you just immediately see the divide or maybe not so much the divide, more so the, the one side just going so wholeheartedly towards this new narrative. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck, dude? So crazy, right? Yeah, so in yeah. other words, like all the people that have been touting the, the, the masks and that they're mandating that I get a, an injection. Uh, all of a sudden, they're just like completely flipped the script and now they're on to Ukraine. Yeah,
1: so never even didn't even miss a beat. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> so immediately, I'm just like, my mind is just like, okay, this is all just more nonsense, dude. And I just can't, I just
1: can't do it. Well, you know what's important, though? And this is yeah. something Eva Bartlett pointed out in the yeah. beginning is that it's all not like I, this is like the, con- con- the comment I had about COVID during yeah. that it's an illusion, but it doesn't mean it's fake. Like all fake anyway, right? There's realities like the people in Donbass have been being killed for eight years. You know, there are terrible people in Ukraine and Russian governments are not all that better, to be quite honest. The end of the day, though, is that it's artificial, you know, and that's that's the point. And these people just jumped right over into the arbitrary, you know, I stand with Ukraine and I have a flag and picturing something that doesn't even exist on the ground. You know, It's, it's just it's been fascinating to watch the psychosis, which is really what it is roll into the next topic. Yeah. And guess what? It's going to roll into the next one too. Oh, you know? yeah. oh
0: man. Well, we're seeing it. And I bet yeah. you all have your money on one particular topic. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll save that one for another day. Yeah. But, Co- COVID, but, uh, part due. COVID part two. COVID part two. Yeah. The, the, geez. I don't even know, man. All right. So, so, Again, though, just like we saw with COVID, you know, all the stuff that like you and myself and like we've all been saying since 2020. Yeah. Now they're kind of like, well, yeah, I guess that is kind of true, right?
1: Oh yeah, barely.
0: It's you know, well, yeah, to a certain extent, they're trying to like gaslight us into Mm -hmm. being like, oh yeah, of course it's that way. Anyway, we talked about all that in the episode that we did.
1: Yeah, it's uh, important though. It's important.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but now they're pulling the same tricks with Ukraine, you -hmm. know. And so, so much of this stuff that you know was initially. Pretty much it's just like I just – do you get to the point where it's like every time you hear something, you're just automatically – your mind just rejects it, like just impulsively?
1: Yeah, but you you know that in its own way is a form of confirmation bias where you're just like assuming everything. The the reason I think that's actually smart today is because realistically, historically, that's pretty much been mostly the truth, that they are in some way artificially manipulating every topic to some degree. But as long as we're willing to – think it could be fake but not assume it's fake before that is all good so i'm i'm all for it i everything that i hear from the government these days i'm like it's probably not true but i'm going to make sure i find out you know
0: <laughs> exactly exactly well see now this might be a good strategy too now where eventually they can steer the narrative by if they want us to steer away from a topic, they can report it as being true and we'll automatically reject it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Double, right. The double, yeah. The double, triple, just whatever, dude. Exactly. Like, it's just
1: so crazy. It's, it's just counterintelligence. Like, I mean, tra- yeah. these are things yeah. that they've definitely thought out. And when we get hip to the game, yeah, yeah trust me, they are four steps planned out already. You know? So we. that's like I said about the QAnon kind of Russiagate thing, which was yeah. two angles of the same manipulation really, yeah. was that once we kind of got past that, we're like, now immediately be on guard. Because the next thing's already coming. And they did, right? Whatever you want to think it is, COVID. It's like, and people, did get tripped right into it, you know? So we have to be on guard. Stay vigilant, right? All the time. Stay
0: vigilant, man. Like, absolutely. Everybody out there, that was the time to totally stay vigilant. Because they're going to come at you. Dude, the psychological attacks and the nonsense is going to be coming at you in the next few months, man. Yeah, like, you're, We're seeing it right now. Everywhere. We're seeing it right now. Like The whole country's being divided once again, man. Yeah. It's just, I feel like like cities are going to burn once again this summer, dude. Like that's, that's Sadly. Gonna,
1: yeah. yeah, and it's not because we want that to happen. Oh. Obviously, that's just what no. they are going to make happen, it seems.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, praying that that doesn't happen like yeah. I just escaped Oregon you know the the, yeah. the this epicenter of, of all that last or you know last couple of years
1: Oh yeah just, yeah she- yeah that tends yeah. to be I mean the west coast in general I mean that's that's I was going to say that Tends to be more, but I mean, it's just different because yeah. I think the it tends to be the coasts in general, east and west coast, and to be more politicized than typically in the middle, for the most part, so at least in my experience. Did did,
0: did did like the Nashville area have anything like that during like the George
1: Floyd riots? Yeah, like well, that? we were just yeah. briefly talking about the statue out there in the set oh, ce- yeah, in the yeah, center yeah, right. of downtown Franklin. There's a yeah. statue that's like the unknown. So it's a statue for the Civil War. And it's it's something that there were a few protests sure. around where they were literally marching and chanting. And the cool thing about this town, whatever your opinion is, I mean, I'm of the mind that whether it's offensive or not, it's still history. Yeah. So it's pretty revisionist to just yeah. think that doesn't exist now. But that people in Franklin were just not having it. Yeah. They were just like, no, what, you know, can we cuss on the show? I forget. I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> I said, Fuck no, yeah. I'm not going to let that happen. And, and, and it didn't. And they saved it you know so it's nice to see what there was that I showed you the kind of counterbalance and yep. they said okay but we'll make a statue dedicated to the people that were black that died in the war and whatever yeah. all good fine sure. you know yeah. Just, but yeah, there there we had a few of them cuz this is a this is a predominantly conservative town and yeah. it's you know so yeah there was a, a couple marches but yeah. it's not as much as you would have seen in the the coasts yeah, I for love- sure And this is like, it's a
0: very touristy little town. It's amazing. It's like like the Beverly Hills of the South or something. It's kind of of, bougie, but it's great. I love it. That's a good place. The vibe is so cool, man. Like this whole place, man, it's just.
1: And uh, everybody supports. I was showing them as we're walking downtown that they, you know, we uh, actually Tennessee stands and as well as Last American Vagabond handed out these stickers that said like, we do not discriminate. And it wasn't like you have to wear a mask or not. It was just like, it's your choice and that's and they're all over the windows and like half the stores in franklin you know so whether or not whatever political side they definitely stand with your ability to make your own choice which is awesome. all i care about
0: absolutely absolutely so yeah just uh you know briefly touch on that you guys i'm going to do a dedicated stream here very soon i'm going to give you the whole rundown of my right. trip across the country and float fest and everything like yeah. it was just the most epic journey ever in the history of the universe and i'll get you guys all up to speed but i'll save that for next time but uh all right well, let's get into it here a little bit so mm-hmm. um you know the two. I mean, there's a few topics that have that <laughs> permeated to me that, 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 and and just, you know, I put my blinders up pretty quick. I'm like, I just can't even do it. whole like, <laughs> Ukraine thing, dude. I'm just like, it's just whatever. And then as a journalist, right, I probably should have done my due diligence, but at the same time. And I've got I had a bunch of other okay to be fair, I had a bunch of other stuff going on <laughs> in my life. Okay, so so I kind of maybe took a backseat well, on this one. On so that,
1: so. on that comment yeah. though, I mean, look, especially today, it isn't it's literally impossible yeah. to cover everything, even everything important that's happening. Yeah. like think about that. So it's like it's not it's not our job to literally cover everything. As long yeah. as you're covering something you think is important and you're cutting to the truth, that's all that matters, you know. For me, it's just it's pretty much COVID and Ukraine and COVID and Ukraine, and even yeah. and there's plenty of important stuff happening outside of that. It's yeah. just it's super hard to yeah, yeah, cover it all. But well,
0: you do a great job in your daily wrap ups. It's just like covering the highlights of each kind of what's yeah, like, right, yeah. But yeah, you do great. All right, so the first one that popped up to me that I've heard rumblings about and I kind of looked into a little bit peripherally would be the ghost of Kiev. <laughs> so what was what was the original? uh How they were trying to characterize that
1: originally. Well, the way it originally started was, uh, and I think the first first place I at least saw it shown to be really clearly fake was on the Off Guardian Seven, like right out of the gate, seven stories that are clearly fake, and one of them was the Ghost of Kiev. And it turns out that it, but the story was it was a fighter pilot, it was a hero because he was fighting back against the insurmountable Russian forces and was essentially shooting them down, you know, like and and winning. And so they framed him as this war hero fighting back against the Russian bad guys, and ultimately. The first example they showed and said, here's an image of him doing all this work. And it was, it took like three seconds for people to go, that's a video game. I mean, I mean, you, if you, if you have it up, bring up the off guardian actual article before we'll come back to the tweet that I believe it's, it's the first one actually. And they'll show you that there is uh there's examples of, oh, they don't have it listed on, oh, they do have the link right there, but if you want to bring it up, but the link shows you the video game. I mean, it's unequivocal. Like if you look at the link, it is undeniable. Most of you probably have seen this, that the video game shows it shooting down and in fact even funnier they even took the time to make it a little bit less um hd okay (laughs) so it looked like it was a a camera from the side but because it was like an hd shot from a video game and anyway so the point was that's where it started and that got shown to be fake now of course the immediate argument is well just because they used a fake doesn't mean the whole thing is okay fair enough right (laughs) that's certainly fair point but then everything that happened afterward was also shown to be fake like Or at least unverified, where it's like, a, I, I keep saying, hashtag Ukraine says is all you get, where Ukraine's like, oh, yeah. this just happened. He just did this. Then it comes to fruition where they were talking about how it was questionable. There's a lot of people yeah. out there going, well, it's surely a myth, but we don't know for sure. And so at that point, after all of this time, nothing had actually been proven, and everything that they said was real had been shown to be fake. So from my perspective, that means this – if there's never ever been an example of it being real, then why would we argue he exists? Like, nothing exists. He's all fake. So my argument is not real. But then it came to the point to where I think they were trying to jump ahead of it, and they came out with a story that said, oh, he just got shot down, and he died. Oh. He's a hero. But there's no evidence because, you know, whatever. So, okay. so they basically took a guy that crashed. I think it was a real person. Okay. And they said, this guy died, and he was the ghost of Kiev. Okay. And so this is where it brings me to my tweet where I, I put I, – I tweeted this out going oh my okay come on the ghost of kiev who even the corporate media has admitted doesn't exist because there were some of yep. them that said that yep. apparently dies in battle i just made fun of them they can't put this down yeah you know and and in the thread people just went apeshit <laughs> like you're a russian spy <laughs> you're a russian show and i'm just uh, going like i mean what oh. what would take for people good
0: oh no wait no that's No, wait, that's you. There's a Reuters fact check. Okay. I was like, oh, somebody put a fact check. Yeah, no, no.
1: Yeah. I I went beneath them after the fact. And because these people were saying you're fake, he's real. You don't know. And then like, I'm talking like 13 hours later. It was like, we admit he's fake. <laughs> it was like yeah, the yeah. perfect timing because oh. the Ukraine government came out yeah. and actually said, nah, he's not yeah. real. And they, all these people went dead silent and ran away. Yeah. You know, it's frustrating.
0: So they tried to pull the old Osama bin Laden trick. Oh, yeah, we just killed him and threw him in
1: the air. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <No worries>. exactly. <laughs> no and then, no then it fell apart really quickly. Yeah. And I think the problem is that it became such an international story that they yeah. felt like they needed to, like, the basically, this is the funny part, the Ukraine government, instead of coming out, because... They manufactured the story. Yeah. It's very clear to see where it came from. They then came out and said, "No, no, no, Ukrainians, this is bad. You, you, you know, they did it because they believe in the Ukraine military, but it's not real. You guys made a mistake, mm. like they did it, like it was an organic movement to be like, this guy's a hero, and so they blamed their own people. Okay. like talk. That's like that's like a boss blaming his employees. Like that yeah, takes yeah. that's meek, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: we can put that in the rebumped column. All right, absolutely. Kiev has been officially rebumped. Absolutely. Right? There you go. Okay, so here's one that I, I really want to pick apart, and mm-hmm. this is something that you know has been reported on, and we've covered it a lot too. The idea of okay, so Ukraine—it seems like it's just a money laundering operation for the Biden family. I mean, <laughs> it okay. yeah. I mean, is that is that fair to say? I mean, like, well,
1: I mean, I would I would be more specifically say it seems like a a desp- despotic. You know, area of criminal activity, part of it being laundering for the U.S. government yeah, exactly. or for other governments. Yeah. Biden's family being one of the oligarchic families in the U.S. government absolutely took part in that. Like, yeah. but one of the most prominent and verifiable parts of it, I would yeah. say. Yeah. But yeah, hundred percent fair to say that. But I'd make sure we see the full picture, though. Okay. It's not just Biden. You know, oh, it's yeah, not the- totally.
0: oh, yeah. like Romney and who else. Like, even I can't even really remember. But I know there's multiple politicians who have like family members.
1: Oh yeah. In, in, in oh, individual yeah.
0: positions, you know, like profiting. You know, it's just so that's what we call coincidence theorists, there, right? <laughs> the coincidence theorists who think that we just that all of it, like Ukraine is the hub of all of this criminal activity for the U.S. government. And now we're embroiled in some battle in that region where Ukraine is now the good guys. Yeah, right? Yeah. Now, to me. OK, so OK, so maybe we'll get to this, too. Then. Yeah, good. Um, Anywhere you want to go. <laughs> well, well so we we're, we were going to eventually get to the Azov battalion, right? OK. The whole Nazi element of mm-hmm. this is just so fascinating. And yeah, it, seems, it is. To me, like. People that are so pro Ukraine, I think historically or by like demographically, I'd feel like the majority of them have like you know Marxist ideologies, like communist mm. kind of roots. Maybe I don't know, yeah. maybe that's a broad assumption, but it's
1: I mean, it's, it's a fair thing to consider. I would argue that we don't really know that much yeah. today because so much has changed. Yeah, maybe, yeah, they yeah. Mean, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like okay, but just to, okay, so to wrap it up in a, in a okay, so here's what I was gonna say yeah. like, <laughs> most of them are communists and they hate Nazis, but they're fighting for. <laughs> The country that's predominantly Nazi is against the communists. So what? How do, well, we, how do
1: we... Yeah, well, here's the fair way to put this. And you're right, because there's a contradiction that is undeniable. Because let's put it this way, whether that's actually the full picture, that's how they're framing it for sure. Yeah. So it just shows you how ridiculous this is. That You know, and that, even to the point to where it's verifiable that these are neo-Nazis, but they're, all you hear is Putin-Nazis. And it, that's not to say that there's not neo-Nazi elements in Russia, too. But it's such an I- interesting projection, right? But so what's important to remember is that this is... It's not... Ukraine. It's the puppet regime that has been put in place that has cultivated this CIA-grown fascist entity. I mean, as far as I can tell, since the beginning of the CIA, right? And this is pretty clear. So yes, just like I point out, like in Israel, for instance, they're The Israeli government is the problem, this Zionist entity that is doing this, and even Orthodox Jewish people will point that out. It's like they don't believe in it. They're using this to an end. But that doesn't mean there's not a lot of of the Jewish Israelis that have been radicalized that way, right? So there's a real element to that, but it's unfair to say that it's all people in Israel. Same way here is that there's plenty of Ukrainians. I mean, Donbass and Crimea to be – well, I mean, Donbass now, Crimea has been annexed, but the point is that they are clearly – of the mind that this is, you know, they, they are siding with Russia, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, that, oh, I just, I just lost my thread. Hold on, what we we're saying, the Ukraine, oh, the, yeah, so the, the regime change element. Basically, put this entity there and they have radicalized Ukrainians on the ground over the process of a decade. But it's unfair, I'd say, to make say Ukrainians as a whole are like that, right? Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Not to your comment, but just in general, but you know.
0: It's true. Okay, yes, true. I don't want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but still, man, it's like everybody's been a Nazi over here for the last four (laughs) years. And And that's
1: like, that's exactly the point. This is what's so frustrating about this is so they're arguing that, for instance, like, let's say Russia, they're saying Russia's incapable of denazifying anything because they have a Nazi element in their country. Okay, you could make that argument. I think that's a silly thing to say, because that's, I mean, however you take that, it's, there's an element there, therefore they're incapable of denazifying. Okay, so then come to the US side of it. What are they saying? We're overrun by a white supremacist rising yeah. threat and it's a new 9-11 and blah, 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 but we're fighting Nazis. Yeah. So isn't that a direct contradiction? So why are they capable of having a Nazi problem but fighting it over here, but Russia's not? It's, it's inherently dishonest from the bottom up. Right. The bottom line is that they have been doing this everywhere around the world. They, I mean, even going back to like Afghanistan, Soviet Union, because that's where it all stems back to the Mujahideen. They built this, grew this extremist entity to be able to be used against the Soviet Union. Same thing is happening in Ukraine right now. Douglas Valentine just made this very clear. So there's an overwhelming neo Nazi element that's, I mean, from 2014 forward, they have ex- extrapolated out. They found positions at the top of pretty much every authority entity, and this is verifiable. That's why it's so baffling, like the COVID angle, to watch them just go fake news. Is we're like, you guys said this like 30 seconds ago, yeah. you know, like right before this all shifted, yeah. and all they want to do is project and point elsewhere. I think this is a long-side agenda to use this entity to throw against Russia at the time they built in the beginning it was Soviet mm-hmm. Union, and we're watching that play out. Yeah. That, that does not mean that Russia doesn't have its own problems or they're not capable of doing terrible things. But we just got to be honest with what our government's doing. You know, it's it's pretty yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, it's mind blowing too. And it's yeah. Like, this is like, okay. So I created a TikTok account for the show, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of have neglected it. You know, I figured like somebody told me, like, hey, you'd really get a lot of traction and exposure, like marketing. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. them, like if they don't censor perspective, you, perspective, <laughs> which they have. They, they Us too. It. Yeah. So I'm just like, I, I kind of lost interest in it. Mm-hmm. But for a while there, I was logging in and like every time I pulled up, uh, TikTok, like it was just showing me like footage of the war, dude. and I'm just like, hmm. this is just so weird that it's just like, it's being TikTok, like it's this war that's just yeah, being like TikTok. Well, like you, it's almost like
1: you want my opinion on that. You know why? Because I, I actually I, they are desperate, and they have been for a long time. Yeah. To one, it's multifaceted, but it's my opinion yeah. across the board. But I think it's multifaceted to lower your attention span yeah. to get you invested in. N- basically info without context yeah. right we don't want to know why that happened or who's the fault just give you the talking point give you the picture give you what you're supposed to think about it yeah. right and they share it everyone talks about it instead of you know this is why people are like oh your show's too long but it's like well in some cases it's necessary to flesh out the context around the story and you can't do that in 30 seconds yeah, you know exactly. so i think that's what it is i make fun of like the 230 characters you know they just want you to truncate everything down to where yeah. your attention span's gone and you know, sure. you don't have time to care about things. True, sure. that's you know, apathy.
0: Yeah, no, that's I completely what I think. Agree, I completely agree. And so, actually, so speaking of the Douglas Valentine interview, so this, uh, that kind of brings up like one of the things that stood out to me that what he talked about was uh, the idea that like, a, like a uh, intelligence agency, their first, uh, first thing they need to do is seize control of the information of whatever region it is that they're Absolutely. trying to to uh, overtake or or control whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously, probably CIA or whatever going on with that with that. TikTok. i mean i don't know that seems to be like i I hear people like saying that it's like china that runs it but i'm sure
1: yeah it's not as simple as that
0: yeah yeah but then also like what kind of fingerprints or kind of uh evidence do we see of like intelligence agency intervention happening Mm, in the ukraine mm. situation oh like on the ground in ukraine sure
1: sure, oh okay well but see that's the thing is that if you, you can verifiably show i mean this is not up for debate yeah the question will be to what end and what they're doing with it but on 1948 is a document from ca.gov. Now it's important. To me- I didn't make this clear in my show about this, but it, it was the OSS up until what's 53. So, but it's the CIA. So I just generally call. I say, you know, the CIA has been doing this since 1948. But so because that became the CIA. But that's on the record. They they built a fascist entity in the, in Ukraine under the effort to fight the Soviet Union, right? And and back then it was on the surface because same thing, big boogeyman, just like it is today. Russia bad guy. We're unabashedly saying that regardless of how broad it is. So they went into Ukraine. Well, in fact, what they did is they found a group called the Organization for Ukrainian Nationalists, which on the record, you can look it up on Wikipedia, is a like Italian level kind of fascist entity, which, you know, this is like real time fascism, you know, and they believed in the kind of things they're talking about in Ukraine today. But it was a dwindling group that was almost on non-existent, according to the CIA documentation. They plucked this guy out. His name was Mykola Lebed. He was a known Nazi war criminal. Mm. Known. He was actually arrested in Poland for killing the the uh, the, in, the interior minister, and the only reason he was sentenced to death. And the only reason he got away is because the U.S. government or the the uh, Germans invaded Poland, so he got away. And at that point, where the U.S. government stepped in and said, "We'll keep you safe." Now, ask why that would happen at that time. That doesn't even yeah. make sense, right? Oh. There's more to World War II than we'd like to get into. Oh yeah. But so they brought him over, they set up in a company called Prologue, which is, a, which, I mean, it's propaganda. This is publication, media, right, in New York, which is a crime. The CIA is not supposed to operate in New York. Sure. And they let him lead this. Now, long story short, the, the person rose into a pretty prominent position of this, or, which continued to be the organization for Ukrainian nationalists. That translates directly to today what we're seeing with the Ozzie Battalion. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, you can even find correlation in the names, in their belief structure. I mean, they built this fascist entity. Then you could just jump right to 2014 and show that on the record again they openly discuss well now it's open it wasn't then that they were sending CIA operations to the ground that they were bringing in weaponry that they were guiding them training them i mean it's just almost impossible not to see what that looks like yeah. you know yeah. anyway go ahead
0: no i was just gonna say man it's just so interesting how like ever since that time period now despite you know having been allies with russia during world war II,
1: yeah isn't that strange you know and
0: then immediately they flipped the script and now russia i've always thought that's just so weird you know, yeah like how they become the boogeyman and even it's how that goes fascist regimes in order to fight them like mm. well, you just wasted millions of lives fighting the fascists like in italy and, and but
1: Germany. i see i ask like is that really what happened i mean yeah. we have to look at what COVID 19 oh, yeah. ukraine we need to start looking back now too yeah, and so go well were those the same kind of things now this is really sensitive especially world war ii like we're not allowed to poke into these topics can't challenge historical events youtube oh, yeah. says you know oh, yeah. but but the reality is that these things are very clearly questionable, any more so as we get into the new deceptions, you know? I would argue, looking back, we should argue, ask whether or not there was more to the story, but looking forward, and this is hard for some people to think about too with what's happening in Ukraine, but is there more coordination? Then we want to believe, you know, with the Great Reset, the way it all seems to be going. That's when I start to ask whether or not there's, you know, real division and fighting in regard to U.S. on the ground in Ukraine with their policies and their objectives. But from a 10,000 elevation view that maybe they're on the same path, Like, right? because look at what's happening in Ukraine. They're, they were the first country to adopt the World Economic Forum. Principles. Mm. That's at least that's what they said. Yeah. So that's a strange thing during an invasion. For me, it's like we implemented infrastructure while we're being invaded. It doesn't even make yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's like, why would they say that? Why would they in, in, adopt digital IDs and passports? It's just, I mean, it's you walk down the checklist of the Great Reset. It's yeah. What they're doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what's also interesting too is uh remember the the whole cyber polygon exercise yeah like, mm-hmm. did you actually look into that like did you watch it I watched a good point some of it and,
1: yeah there's always a lot of content okay, there but it's, it's a lot. yeah it was
0: long but the really thing the thing that stood out to me the whole time is that it was like really hosted by Russia they had like a Russian MC and it was like— yeah they're like part like of Jordan the Great Reset people were all uh, Russian and I and I was just like wait a minute I thought these were like the guys that we were supposed to be on the lookout for, who were going to be the ones attacking us
1: with the whole uh, cyber, yeah. It's, attack see, it, there's little things like yeah, that that you yeah. find. They're like, well, what? How does that even remotely make sense? Yeah. You know, there or even the fact that Biden came out in the beginning, oh, Russia is going to get us with cyber attacks, and he kept stressing that. Well, guess what? Never really materialized. We never pointed that. So you know, it makes you wonder whether this is just the you know the narrative they want the uh, the lowest common denominator to gobble up. You know the people that are kind of don't really care that they just want to tap in for a second and hear things and go back, and they want them to hear that. You know they're not going to dive in and realize, like you said, oh, weird, they're at these think tanks or these meetings and they're working together. And you know I think it's more about using the momentum behind that. Meanwhile, they're planning. I mean, you could find connections to the event to a one Mm -hmm. and these different. I mean, like China, for example, is another way to look at the event to a one. They were involved, and yet right afterward, they were the focal point of the accusations. It just doesn't make much sense unless you realize they're is at the very least more to what's happening than we see. That's always what's happening in my opinion. Totally. Totally. All
0: right. So what do we got next here? Some more rebunk stuff. So, oh, you got, okay. Seven fake news stories. We got the ghost of Kiev.
1: Yeah, yeah. We can uh, just go down those if you want. I mean, this is a great article, by the way. I think it was Kit Knightley. Yeah.
0: So how about Russian planes flying over Kiev? Yeah,
1: this is an easy one. I mean, this is how easy this stuff is. And this is what baffles me of why people are willing to continue to to blindly uh, trust it. Mm -hmm. So the, the image, is it up on the screen? Uh, let me pull it up right here. The, the image okay. on the right, of this, so basically there was a newspaper, you know, are we going to stop a Russian shell? And it basically what it's showing is what they're claiming is mm-hmm. Russian ships or planes flying over Ukraine, Kiev. Mm-hmm. But it's, if you click on the link, you don't have to, which people can check the link for themselves. If you click on the link, it takes you directly to an old, an old uh, image or rather a video that shows that that was actually planes flying over Russia yep. in like 2018. Yep. And it's verifiable. You can stop it exactly like that picture. So the point is that they just lied. Yeah. Why would they? Ma- I mean, it's so easy to show that that's false. Yeah. And it just shows you that if you can, if you have to fake the fact that they're even flying over your territory, yeah. it's all an illusion. This is my point about Kiev in general, mm-hmm. that, he, that the General Gregor said this on Fox News, that, and I maintain the same argument. When Putin first started this, he said, I'm not going, I'm not planning to invade Ukraine. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to take over the country. And, of course, I would argue if he was, he would still say that. Yeah. But his actions have continued to show that. I argue he never even intended to push into you to Kiev. And they lied and manufactured all these things they said were happening in Kiev, because on the record, as far as I can tell, and McGregor says the same thing that never happened. They they essentially kind of encircled it, they protected themselves, they were trying to denazify, as they say, and protect the Donbass and Crimea regions. And then now seemingly, they've kind of pulled back to Donbass. So either he lied or set lied and then something changed or he said what he's gonna do and he did what he said he was gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they have to lie about basic things like this, yeah, yeah. you know, it's embarrassing. It
0: really is and, and and they don't realize that we actually have research tools to help debunk these <laughs> yeah. things, like like uh tin yeah. like, I've actually got right, episodes right. where it's like, you know, we, we talk about like research tools, you know, and then that, yeah, yeah. things like Tin Eye or Google reverse image search. It's important. you know, we, we just we that's a piece of due diligence we could just do like when we smell a lie or smell some bs going Always. on we can just run an image search or whatever and why is it why do they have this propensity of recycling <laughs> photos or like when i saw recently they just like they took some, some footage from like bosnia or something i don't even know yeah they reversed it and made it look a little more grainy but then you see it like showed side by side it's like oh that's the same footage like right right that's all that stuff is just more leading me to believe that it's just again like I don't want to discredit everything, but man.
1: Yeah. What well, was your question for sure? Yeah. Right. Well, see my, my thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. My, my thing is, you know, it's important for people to understand too, like from a, a media standpoint, like I actually just had a weird little thing with this around an article Robert just wrote from, from Syria or yeah. from, about Syria. And the argument was, will Syria in a hypothetical situation, uh, uh, basically retaliate or fight back against Israel? Cause Israel like literally just bombed Damascus for the millionth time, civilian areas, nobody cares, but I put a picture up of an old attack yeah. on Syria because I mean yeah. it's a hypothetical situation. This guy was like, "You're using a fake picture; it didn't even." Know. And I'm like, "You dude, it's a hypothetical conversation. What am I supposed to? Where do I get a picture of a hypothetical thing anyway?" The point is that in media, sometimes you do use images that are, in, and you notate it like I did in the metadata. 2016 is when it was from, but you do use things like that. But you notate it and you make it clear sure. what the media plays into that, acting like, "No, we're just trying to get a you know, picture like Kentucky gun range." Actually, yeah. in, you know, pretending it's in Syria, but mm-hmm. they're just lying to you. It's very different, but they try to walk that line like they're just, you know, using things. That's how they play that game. But yeah. it's important. They yeah. lie all the time, oh, especially yeah. when they inverse the image and try to make yeah. it look different. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're
0: getting good at that. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so how about this next one? So this is uh, our friend Zelensky. Right. Like, what? what yeah, oh God. What this is another gonna, easy one, just
1: like you were talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. a tin eye thing. You could do just like that. Yep.
0: What are, you, what are your thoughts on Zelensky in general?
1: What's, what's Oh, oh he's, I mean, this is not even, I mean, this is what frustrates me about that we have to You know, being objective, it's fair that we couldn't prove some sort of this, but the guy's a puppet. That's what we know for sure. There's no doubt that the US government, as I've played many times, even the minister of Estonia speaking to the EU on the record was saying, we know these were US uh, backed entities that were firing in the Maidan Square, which is 2014. And they go, yeah, yeah. So they knew that they framed it. So this guy is the, the, what the third extension of the puppet regime second the point is that he's not real i mean you could discuss a thousand different aspects of this whether the whether he was a real person or a real president you can still argue that the regime is fake because it's put in there by the u.s government but then you realize this guy was on a tv show right before this happened and he played the president of ukraine like think about how stupid See, that, that is
0: that's an extra layer because our former president was yeah on tv right? right it's like the right. same narrative but but they took it a step further. Like this, it's like, again, like the whole uh, inception idea, dude, it's just like, it is,
1: it is. That's, it's really interesting. This is the idea of like, whether like when you talk about like mind control, people go like, fake. That seems like a conspiracy theory, but I always argue something simple. And this is like a, 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 like a uh, exercise. When I say the word elephant, Mm -hmm. everybody out there just now, whether you wanted to or not, pictured an elephant. That's the way your mind works. Now, did I just control your brain or is that just, is that just, you know, mind control, just a broad term we use. And there's a thousand different levels of how you can manipulate the way people think, Mm -hmm. right? That's what it really comes down to, you know, but this, this guy himself is, is such a clear, transparent Mm -hmm. manipulator. Like everything about him is fake. I mean, the the point about the show is just so, it's just the cherry on top. It makes it so embarrassing. Like people need to remember that this guy literally played a, 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 played a president who got elected by the people. I mean, it's like, and then it's like, he <laughs>
0: played an actor who got elected president by the people. Right. What I say, yeah, yeah he sure, was yeah, playing yeah, an, yeah. A,
1: in a show, playing a character that yeah. got elected in like a war. Like pe- the people wanted him yeah. and he was going to peace, peace time. And then it's like exactly yeah. what happened then realized that the, the station one plus one, I think it was called okay. it, it, the person who ran that name is Kolomoisky. Mm. who just so happens to be one of the lead funders of the Aza Battalion.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard that
1: name. Yeah, that and and he is an oligarch. He yeah. lives in Tel Aviv. His son's name is Israel. Right. He's also, the, I think, at least one point was the head of the World Jewish Congress. So mm. there's a lot of this overlap there. That's why they're calling Ukraine the new Israel and all this different stuff. But Zelensky became president in a very strange way. Now, guess who became his cabinet mm. for, for the president of Ukraine? Mm. The people that ran the TV station. That's not even a joke. You can look this up. on, And so I'm sure they've brought in other people, but why does that make sense to anybody? That's a joke. They're almost making fun of you. We're going to continue to play this TV show for you, right? That's what's essentially happening. It's crazy. And then Kolomoisky was the primary funder. I think the only funder of Zelensky's campaign, his cars, his protection, his everything. It's crazy.
0: I wonder if they have as bad of a... uh adrenochrome problem over in Ukraine is <laughs> our, our Hollywood people do. This. I don't
1: know. Like, that's- I'm, I'm sure in, in places like, I mean, all jokes aside in places like wartime, yeah. it is gross, man. To Look up Vanessa Beale's work and stuff. I mean, Syria, yeah. there's, I oh, mean yeah. tens of thousands of children that never get found that they I mean they accuse them of, of the white the white helmets of yeah. human trafficking child trafficking organ trafficking it's just horrible stuff so the re, the re, there's reality to that and yeah. and in places oh, like totally. this with those the worst of the worst I bet you it's rampant oh it's, God. It's
0: yeah 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 I was just I, I was more making a comment on the fact that it's like, yeah. so like Hollywood okay so like if we take all of our hollywood creeps and put them in charge of everything yeah 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 it'll
1: get, it'll get exponentially worse, exponentially
0: worse. <laughs> all right so what is all this about him visiting the troops
1: right so this is again one of those things that it shows you that they, I mean, if they have to fake little things like this, yeah. so bottom line is you can take that image. I challenge everyone to do it right now. Copy it, share it, go to 10 yeah. it's It's from 2018, right? So they basically, then they make the same argument. Well, they just used a picture that was old. Well, according to the data you can dig into, he didn't actually do it then. So they just blatantly lied, cut from whole cloth to make it look like he was amongst man of the troops. And when this came out, this is where you got all these bots that were like, look at him. Trump would never do this. He's with the troops and he's out there like fake news yeah. you know and that's what happens they, yep. they you have this army of people that push the narrative you know yeah it's crazy Dude,
0: that's so crazy oh, okay how about luhansk power station
1: explosion actually real quickly yes. i might have gotten the date right i'm recalling from memory yes, it yes. says that, that it says that he visited last april so maybe it was 2020 or 2021 okay. anyways it's an old picture was the point okay, it yes. wasn't before, when this was supposed sure. to be happening so sure. go ahead
0: uh Right on. Okay, so yeah, so Luhans power station explosion. I think I remember something. Yeah,
1: yeah. This one's just as ridiculous. Bottom line is, it was. I think it was in Taiwan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was. It's a. It's a. Basically, they showed this power station exploding. Now, the way they usually do this, they play it both ways. They want to show it and argue. Look at how decrepit their infrastructure is. Like, look at how bad this is when it's in a bad guy place, mm-hmm. right? But in this case, it's going to argue like this is happening because Russia is doing what they're doing, right? Yep. The station's exploding and blah blah blah. Or argue that Russia bombed it. Whatever. Yep. Bottom line was it's a a plant in taiwan china from 2015 Interesting. or uh, no tian tianjin excuse me okay. tianjin china but so it's and again it's 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 so easy to look this up the tweet you can click the tweet right there and it shows you it's from 2015 so they're not even trying yeah. like they're just grabbing up old things dumping it into the media knowing their yeah. trolls will push it and we prove it and they just skip right over it it's incredible yeah.
0: I think my i think i definitely need to get a new computer it's getting a little bogged down i think oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's not even loading these pictures that's crazy no, no worries yeah, yeah yeah. um let's see here let me just go back to just streaming us there we go instead of screen sharing I, that's the problem i've been having yeah, yeah i need I'm, I'm uh working on upgrades it's not it's definitely not the studio this is just my, 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 my equipment here so how about this how about um let's see video games again more video game footage
1: yeah this 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 just shows you this is one thing they're using a lot is just grabbing the uh, you know some kind of a new video game they're hoping people don't see and just dumping it in a twitter post and saying here's what we just shot down russian troops or whatever and this is the problem with all the things we're talking about is that the people that the ukraine says crowd or i stand with ukraine are there's zero due diligence happening here they're just they see it if it's in line with we're doing bad things to Russia, they just go, yay, and they share it, and they shout it out and say, we're winning, and whatever else. It's it's just, it's really juvenile. Yeah. But it's, it, like we talked about earlier, it is 100% a extension of the two-party paradigm and the whole COVID psychosis. They yeah. just, they it's all, if it's pro-vaccine, then we're all for it. You know, yeah. the facts don't matter.
0: Yep. Same thing. Oh, yeah, facts don't matter. All right, how about uh, number six, the Russian warship. Go fuck yourself.
1: I actually forget this one. I think it says this was the first... Uh, let's see. Oh, the, the leaked audio. Uh, it's oh the snake island. That's right. Oh, so this this was this if, snake island. if I remember this correctly, they oh this was the argument of them apparently claiming to kill these people and then it turned out to be fake entirely if I remember correctly. This says Ukrainian government have since reluctantly admitted it's likely true. Oh, maybe I'm misremembering it. Let me just look over real quick. So okay, it says okay. This was the first major propaganda narrative following Russia's advance into Ukrainian territory. Allegedly leaked audio showed Ukrainian border guards on Tiny Snake Island in the Black Sea communicating with a Russian warship. Upon being told to surrender, the guards say, F you, Russia, the West. Oh, so see, this is so silly. The Western press reported that all, all 13 of the men were killed and the Ukrainian government released a statement saying that they would be awarded post. The supposedly fallen heroes were being canonized but the press and the Ukrainian government have since reluctantly missed true. So basically that they killed them and claim they didn't die, I guess. I, right. it, it seems kind of convoluted yeah. to me. But in any case, it's just they will take – and this is – by the way, we should take, take a point to think about this. That the, the U.S. government does the same thing. Russia does the same thing. Any government during wartime – we saw this a lot during the whole Syria discussion with Israel and Russia where you know they fire and they go, we shot it all down. They said, everyone went through. You know, <laughs> It's yeah. like, well, the, the story is ultimately some of them went through and they shot some of them down. Israel says all of them won, Russia says all of them got shot down. There's yeah. they just it's they're framing it how it looks good for them. So in this case it's sort of like we won. No, we won. And it's just like that's okay. it's just it's interesting how that always works. This is why I talk about in any kind of situation, every government should be suspect. Yeah. They all lie about stuff and this happens.
0: Okay. Okay. So so now we're getting into some good stuff here. That's kind of just like kind of changed my thinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is talking about Syrian more more drone footage used from a different conflict Right. And then re- right. Re- rebranded. Exactly. But it's like, you know, to a certain degree, don't you feel a lot of this is to keep us away from talking about like Syria or Yemen or any of that that's stuff? A good you know point. Like, that's a good point. That's, good point. that's the whole point. Like we don't talk about that stuff when that's the real atrocities that are going on. Yeah. Like like what's uh? And I know Robert's been doing a lot of reporting mm-hmm. on that stuff. So what's what's going on over there? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, wants to talk about it. So let's talk
1: about <laughs> yeah. It. Well, well, Yemen is something that I mean that's that's the it makes me sick to think about that. I mean it's Sarah Abdallah on Twitter will make this point all the time is that if if. If they care right now what they say is happening in Ukraine, most of which they can't prove, why in the world are they not up in arms about what's happening in Yemen for yeah. the past decade plus, where people are literally being starved to death, yeah. where they are literally bombing food infrastructure, bombing water infrastructure, bombing people trying to rescue people, bombing ambulances. Everything I just said is an overt documented war crime. Yeah. And then they they prove that it proved that it did happen. Nothing happens. You know, or even blockading the port of of Hodeidah which 90 plus percent of their food resources come through. Mm. That's why people are starving to death. Wow. The, I mean, that's an overt war crime. And yeah. it's been that way for a decade. Like, it's amazing that people, like, that, that shows you that the UN, the WHO, I mean, or are not WHO, UN, don't care yeah. about what they pretend they care about, yeah. only political, you know, well, now we care because we say it's happening in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Or Syria, for example, mm-hmm. right? That We yeah. know that they're occupying their oil, their wheat yeah. fields, they're burning their wheat fields. Yeah. I mean, it, it, these people are starving during Especially during winter in in Syria, they were freezing to death because they actually need that oil to burn their lamps and stuff. We don't think about that in the U.S. because we don't do that anymore. Or take what's another good example? I mean, Iran. Mm. They're, still, they're still sanctioning Iran. it's I mean, I, I haven't been as invested in that covering what's on the ground happening to civilians. But when it was in the peak of the the sanctions campaign, which I believe they've ramped up aggressively again, people are literally starving. Yeah. It just blows me away. But as you said, the best example is Yemen because yeah. what they're doing on the ground and directly – targeting these people mm. is undeniable and you can prove that yet an allegation of what russia might have done people lose their minds mm-hmm. it's there's no there's no missing how hypocritical this yeah. is and so when we say they were referred to like saudi arabia right well yeah it's a coalition i mean i've always maintained and people think it's the u.s government saudi arabia france the u britain they're all involved in what's happening there but I am of the mind that this is a – just like everywhere, this is a U.S.-led war. Sure. That's what it is. Sure, sure, sure. But I do believe that it, there's more going on around that, like especially when we get into the international stuff and where this might be going. Like, for instance, the whole point, in my opinion, of why the focal point was on Yemen is because of the flow of oil and resources around the Strait of Hormuz, which Iran controls today, and they could shut down, which they're worried about should they decide to. The problem is if they do that, that's going to disrupt the oil flow, which will catastrophically affect the world and everything. So they need the other side of it. On the other side of the peninsula, the uh, the, the landmass is the port of Hodeidah. Mm. And so that's the problem. They need to control that. So if they wanted to, they could just go out the other direction, but they don't at the moment. Yemen does the Houthis do mm. the Al- Al-Sarala movement. And so the problem is that, that you can see that they're willing to literally starve an entire country to yeah. death to have control over what they need for strategic purposes. These yeah. are just, these are sociopaths, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean absolutely. That's just so insane, man. I I uh I it's just really hard to fathom, you know? And yeah. it's like yeah. there's similar things happening where you have one powerful like oil rich company, like subjugating another country, like using, right. using absolute, just like the most evil war attack, like starving and just probably genocide, right? Just like actual boots yeah. on the ground.
1: It's always been that you way. Know? Yeah. Look and at South America. I mean, it's yeah. For, yeah. fighting for fruit companies back yeah. in the 40s yep. and, yep. you know, it's crazy.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but but see, it's so interesting to see how the United States treats the two different factions, like right. how they treat Saudi Arabia versus how they treat Russia, you know? And, and right. So it's like, that similar things being reported as happening. But
1: the two different, like it's like, yeah. Definitely. Well, to add to that, Saudi Arabia is unabashedly, openly an authoritarian dictatorship. Yeah. It's yeah, what yeah. they are. Yeah. And yet we're supporting them to fight for freedom. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even—it doesn't even translate. Yeah. But Russia, that is a democracy. You can you can attack it all you want, limited yeah. democracy, whatever else. But it is. Yeah. And you can. I mean, the argument would be that the same way the U.S. government calls itself a democracy, which I would say I don't believe either of them are really democracies, sure. but. It's the same difference. So why go after in such an aggressive way to make them to see they're calling Russia a fascist authoritarian government? So I would argue they're all in the same vein, but Saudi Arabia literally still Beheads people in the hound square, yeah, they still say, crucify people. Say, it's like,
0: crazy. I was gonna say, you guys know how they treat uh
1: LGBT people in Saudi
0: Arabia or, right? or Ukraine right. for that matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So in this in this in this kind of like parallel, it, it would seem like we would be in the in the Yemen conflict if we were using the same principles mm. uh as they are in the Ukraine uh situation, then we would be going to Yemen support and send them munitions, right? But instead, right. instead, we are making like like even Trump, like Trump was making like world record size financial transaction selling weapons to Saudi Arabia
1: in order to do this. Right, he he even openly, and this is the funny thing with Trump, is that, and this is why I tend to think that you know, I, might, I think my opinion has evolved to where I do believe he was put in that position and he may not be fully aware that he was sure. being used, but that he really pulled that mask off. And I don't think they expected it to be so clumsy to where yeah. he just came out and was like, well, you know, we know they killed Khashoggi. We know they're doing terrible things, but, you know, weapon sales. Yeah. And i was just like, I can't believe he just said that. Like, yeah. so we don't care about the law and the democracy, like all the things they pretend they're fighting for yeah. because we need to make money. So yeah. there you go, guys. That ends the conversation. They don't yeah. care about the things they pretend to care about. It's like, or maybe just they can pretend Trump's the only one, but we know that's not true, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was talking to my roommate last night, my new roommate here in Nashville. It's so nice, cool. nice, great guy, dude. Like, fantastic. Like, this, is, this whole thing's just been such a cool nice. Uh, transition. Nice, yeah. uh, I need to get,
1: get to Nashville. I haven't been down there too much, yeah, dude, totally.
0: We'll take you out, dude. Yeah. We're going out tonight. Like, we're apparently going to go do nice. like an art crawl. Like, you're more than welcome. There you to go, hell yeah, if you want to. yeah, but, yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, he was uh, we were talking about all this stuff, and he's mm. on the level with all this nice. stuff, and like, we were nice. talking about like, it reminded me of. Like one like the introduction to uh G. Edward Griffin's uh creature on Jekyll Island, mm, yeah, always stood out to me where he talks about how you know throughout history there's always like the alchemists were always trying to change, you know, metals into gold, right? Mm-hmm, like trying to convert mm-hmm. lead into gold, right? And he said that they finally figured it out. They finally figured it out. Uh with the starting wars, right? You can literally turn uh, bullets, there you go. Gold, right? I like and that. So, like, like these these mongers, these people that are running. The conflicts right now, these are the modern day alchemists because they're literally turning lead into gold. Man.
1: That's an interesting perspective, yeah. and that's a good, I mean, it's what's happening, you know, yeah. it's pretty messed up.
0: Yeah. It's so crazy, man.
1: Mm. All right.
0: So we sent a couple more other articles here. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got here. Um, and these are all last American vagabond articles, folks. So
1: please go, go check it out. Uh, um, yeah, we could get into Bucha. We could do, you know, each one of these are pretty simple, you okay, know, to break okay, down.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, I got that. okay. Boucha, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Fauci's herd immunity goalposts. Okay, yeah, but a key Bouch evidence came directly yeah. from the CIA cutout. Let's tell yeah, us a little bit about
1: that. The well, this is this is really important because the this this has to do with Maxar Technologies, which I've talked about a lot on the show in regard to how seemingly they're like the only every time right now you're gonna find satellite imagery yeah. depending on where it's gonna be. Interestingly enough, came from Maxar Technologies. Like they're not the only company. And My point is that Maxar Technologies Maxar. is ver verifiably directly connected to the CIA. The the guy who's on the the board of directors uh is the the he's in charge of the INQTel in uh yeah, fin- the basically it's the capital f- the funding arm of the CIA, yeah. INQTel. Yeah, sure. He also is on the um I forget the term all of a sudden, the basically the artificial intelligence com- uh, um committee that i'm blanking it's like ncis or whatever it is but whitney's talked about it a lot and it's alarming and it's, it's tied directly to the great reset it's like this reimagining things for artificial intelligence like the legacy systems and everything so this guy is a government entity yeah. and then max R technologies has a couple of different things like VRICON, These different connections to cia cutouts right so in my opinion this is it's not even my opinion this is a cia cutout and it's pretty obvious and so what's interesting even if that's not true by the way which it is the information's already been shown to be false That basically, so Bucha was the, where they claim these people were, you know, slaughtered and left in the street, essentially. There are a couple of aspects to this that are undeniable. Now, the first part, I think, is very clear that the key evidence they have, and that's the only way, that's the only piece of evidence that puts this together, is their satellite imagery they claim they got of the street that says it was on this time. I think it was like March 11th. I have the dates wrong. The point was that it was proven that they didn't have their satellites in the locations to be able to get, which you can look up, I and mean, you can verify this stuff, mm-hmm. in, in the location at the time to be able to take that picture. So they got a picture, but it was the time they lied about. Okay. So it puts it at a time when they did have it there, when Ukraine was in control of the area. Okay. You can prove this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they took it, and the point is you also have the video of them dragging those bodies into place, which I've shown many times, mm-hmm. and they say it was fi- you know, trying to find IEDs in the bodies but you can show them coming back to it and they're like 10 feet away from it and it's, it's ridiculous. Any military person is going to laugh yeah. and say if they were, they were going to kill themselves if it blew up. Sure. The point is you can show that they drug the body in the exact position that it took the picture in. Yes. It's, it's so obvious. Yeah.
0: All, all the Go trigger, ahead, have comments. I mean, comments. there's stuff like that too where, where the, they've, uh, like they're have like they showing video footage of like bodies that have been there for a long time. That's, that's the big one for yeah, me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, um, it was 50 degree temperatures. Yeah. I, pre- I, looked, I looked it up. 50 degree temperature in the area. So anybody... With two brain cells to rub together, knows that a body sitting in fifty degree temperature or any you know warm ish temperatures you know, that's not cold over the process of a period of time, even without warm temperatures, it gets gross. The yeah. body balloons. Sure. You know, it gets pretty gross. These things they claim were there for, I mean, almost more more weeks. And 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 yet the pictures they showed, the bodies were bare they weren't even discolored. And you could see fresh blood on the ground. I mean, this is child level stuff where any detective would be like, Well, that's obviously not true yeah, yeah. just by looking at the picture. And and so the problem is that they just pretty much, as far as I can tell, killed these people. And that's why they took the the white um Band that you see on russians is supposed to be like a sign of like russian support and basically what happened was as far as i understand is these people were russian sympathizers and you can even see now that they're openly saying that we're hunting down russian sympathizers and executing them as one of the governors even said yeah. so we now that comes together doesn't it so now we can see that they sought these people out executed them used yeah. the russian support thing to tie their hands together and you know and even if you don't believe that's what happened it's provable that russia was not even in the territory when this happened you know it's just it's just it's it's so sad to think that People like the U.S. government, whoever else, are willfully, knowingly supporting these kind of people yeah. that are murdering civilians, yeah. and then acting like they're heroes. Like that's one step even further. It just makes my skin crawl. That's you crazy.
0: know. You know. Uh, again, okay. So now talking about civilians, like this has been one of the most alarming things for me, seeing how like the United States, in particular, are like establishing sanctions on private Russian citizens. It's, like, cr- it's crazy. Where does that come from? How do we yeah. think we have the jurisdiction to actually seize assets of? Private citizens in right. a foreign country, like, what
1: is that? Well, I mean, it's, it, just so everybody remembers, unilateral sanctions are illegal. Mm-hmm. Not, they're okay. illegal, like, and they just become normal. China does it too now, Russia does it too. The problem, the, the way it's supposed to work is through an international body. You got the UN, you know, so people, and you have the discussion at the, at the security meeting or whatever else, and you decide they're doing something that is, you know, genocide. And so then you collect the UN would then sanction them. But see, what's happened is the US government. Who, stay, who constantly pretends like we don't want to be the policeman of the world actively police the world you know they come out and they they sanction people that they don't agree with directly so first of all even sanctioning the government specifically is against the law mm-hmm. but what they do as you pointed out even before we get to the oligarch parts yeah, yeah. is sanction at parts of the country economically that undeniably document their own documentation or even just historical precedent directly hurt kill starve civilians yeah that's what sanctions are actually designed to do they just kind of you know the department of war becomes the department of defense sure. they over time they just alter what you think you know but we see it look at iran yeah. look at venezuela yeah. they and and in every case i don't even know of a single case in history i'm sure there's some but i don't know of them off the top of my head where sanctions have actually driven the action they wanted mm-hmm. like in, with russia we're going to do the sanctions because it'll drive russia to stop what they're doing well no it in fact directly drove them to do more that's what they know. That's what actually what they want, I think. Right. Yeah. But then to the larger point you made up, you you discussed is that they're now going after oligarchs. Mm-hmm. Now, they could be governments connected or they could be that, but they're not proving that. There's no process or court of law. The one I just saw most recently, and there's been a lot of them, was they just seized, I think it was in the, uh, Solomon Islands. Mm-hmm. Wait. No, maybe that I'm conflating stories. Anyway, there was a big Russian multi million dollar yacht and yeah. this guy, and they just grabbed it. They, I think it was, I could be wrong, but they called them and they said, grab it. And the government of the the island said, okay, (laughs) seized it. There's no verification for, I mean, this guy's just a Russian person with lots of money. Now, this would be the equivalent, in my opinion, of let's say the Russian government seizing a yacht of Elon Musk or Bill Gates. Now, they would lose their minds if that happened, right? And it's the same thing. It's, just, it's, it's the juvenile reduction of anything Russian bad, even though they pretend they're fighting for Russians. Yeah. But Meanwhile, they're not letting Russians play in soccer games or attacking yeah. Russian video gamers. Like, it's so yeah, childish yes. that they're just making Russia bad yeah, across and, the board.
0: And, and, and not allowing people in their Russian cats in the cat company. Oh, and my God. Like
1: it's so stupid. Day. But, see, these people are so ramped up on, you know, that they believe that everything, any even Russian potentially connected is a spy or, you know, and sure, it could be. Yeah. But we need it's like when do we stop needing evidence? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's, yeah. it's just
1: so insulting to us to joke, oh, yeah. go forward with this, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's like the international civil asset forfeiture, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. They yeah. don't need evidence. Yeah. I recommend people look into that if you haven't. The yeah. civil asset forfeiture in the U.S. is still a crazy problem.
0: Yeah, I, I remember crazy. like that. Even the Washington Post reported, like before they maybe collectively lost their mind, like I think, the like Washington Post, <laughs> but it was like that great article that said. It was like 2014 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around that, that era where it said, like, the police actually seized more dollar value property than there were robberies in the United States. Oh, my God. I, I never that. heard that. You haven't heard that? Jeez. Yeah, no. Wouldn't
1: it's, surprise it's, me at all. famous
0: article where the civil asset forfeiture actually exceeded the amount of total dollar, total dollar values of robberies. They are the criminals. And, and so the police were now the biggest criminals in the US. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at no. all. And that was a while ago. You know, and that was that was like probably around the time that it really started to become they, they started really like militarized. You know, I, I, Charlie Robinson talks about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, not only the civil asset forfeiture, but the, uh, you know, re, taking like repurposed military ordinances. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. all that whole thing. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah We
1: should put that's, that's an important topic to understand how kind of lawless it's always been. You know, like they don't they just need to oh, you got money. Well, we think you might buy drugs with that. So we're going to take it. And then yeah. you are on the hook to yeah. buy a lawyer go to the court and prove so in this case it's an example of how we are in fact guilty until proven innocent yep. in this country too yep yeah absolutely. crazy
0: absolutely okay uh we got a couple more left Ryan you good here yeah yeah jammed
1: through I love it all right
0: so and okay so for that last one you guys if you want to learn more this is uh that was a daily wrap-up that Ryan did from April 6th so you can get a much more mm. uh, comprehensive view about it and so the next one we got here is uh Kramatorsk missile fired from Ukraine, UK hides vaccine efficacy. Okay. Yeah. So what is this uh, missile fired from Ukraine business?
1: This is, this is an easy one to show too. This was, uh, the first time I saw it was actually Scott Ritter, I think. And then I think RT covered as well, because that therefore is fake news, right? Because Um, RT said it, but, but but the point is that this is a missile that was fired and hit the train station that they then said, Russia bombed a bunch of civilians in the train station. Now, of course, when it first happened, same as always, it was just what a, a mayor said, and everybody in the Western press unequivocally said, uh, it happened. And then it turned out that you could, mathematically, speak I think if I remember correctly, it's called the azimuth um, something, you know, uh, I forget the mathematical term, but azimuth is the ter- is the word they use. And basically, it's a way to like triangulate, and I don't think that's the right way to say it, but to make sure you find out like where the path of the of the rocket would have come based on the impact. Right. So you can look okay in this direction and map it out. Now, what they did is you could find that even with the room um the allowance for error, so you have like these two lines to show you where it most likely came, and then you've got the other two lines to show you like where the okay. error could go, unequivocally came from Ukrainian territory. Okay. No doubt about it. And that's that's been proven. And of course, once that was shown, everybody stopped talking about it. Wow. You know, and it, it just it's that simple, it just keeps happening. And that means that they fired and killed a bunch of civilians in their own territory. Talk about false flags. That's Absolutely. exactly what we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. So, okay. So on the false flags thing. So I got an email. Now I know you are famous for your YouTube pirate stream. So mm, yeah. I don't know if you necessarily get any YouTube content creator emails. Do you still get any? No, like because that? they would go to the email to yeah, the yeah, person letting use the saying, channel. Yeah. So I, I still have a channel, even though I don't post on there anymore. Like, I yeah. Could, like, make, I got it. You know, I, I did. The episode you and i did which is still on youtube somehow which is crazy yeah and then episode two i did with sam tripoli uh that one got taken down and we were literally just talking about recovery like we were talking yeah. about recovery so it's crazy interesting like, yeah it's yeah. weird so anyway after that i just started doing teasers with like the thumbnail the mm-hmm. saying hey guys go to get off youtube you know what i mean yeah and then after about five episodes i'm like i just i just can't with youtube i just don't care so i haven't put any effort into youtube mm-hmm. but i still have a channel and i got an email from them maybe three weeks ago, something like that. Some of you out there that are content creators may remember, but mm. it literally said that we are now uh, deleting content that has to do with um, mischaracterizing the Ukraine situation. Oh, I heard about that. And yeah. Specifically, yeah. specifically saying that they're committing false flags,
1: basically. Right. Right. So yeah, and
0: I love to talk about Ukraine doing false flags.
1: So here, here's the thing that like, I forget who, I think maybe may Caitlin Johnstone brought this up during Syria, where they came out and said, if there's a chemical attack, it's a sod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, so you're psychic now? Like, how could you possibly know that? Yeah. And so this is the same kind of a thing, you yeah. know, like it's, they're just, they're trying to get ahead of the narrative, yeah. you know, and try to float it out there beforehand. But the obvious point is you just can't know that for sure. And then, so what happens if let's just say, okay, we, it's, they never had did it up until now, yeah. like, give them that I don't agree with that. I definitely think they have, but just hypothetically say that's the case. Then tomorrow they verifiably do one. Mm-hmm. Well, suddenly that whole rule is pretty stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Because now you're literally not allowed to talk about, because they don't say you're not allowed to talk about it if they're fake. Yeah. They just simply, you can't claim they yeah. did that. So you're telling me they're not capable of doing that? Like, it just seems so ridiculous. And this is what gets frustrating about trying to engage with this is because I, people are, have chosen this narrative and even to some degree are aware that they're choosing to trust a side. They just don't care anymore. But yeah. this is why I don't think it's the majority. I think it's being framed that way. Yeah. But anyway, the bottom line is that, that that's just a construct set up to where you, no matter what happens, they're covered. It's like saying you can't discuss, you can't challenge, what was it? Uh, well-documented historical events mm. like 9-11. It's okay. like, you, so you can't even consider, you can't come on and be like, could they have done this? Yeah. No, you're not allowed to now. Wow. I mean, think about how crazy that is. That that's, is that's literally challenging the idea of free speech. Like we can't just discuss it. Usually they'll let you talk about it. But the moment you prove it is when they censor you. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: Bam. That's
1: Damn. what happened with Patreon for me and Whitney. Okay. And yeah. then what's funny enough, yeah. actually, I just talked about this yesterday on a quick COVID note. It was the Johnson and Johnson discussion of blood clots mm-hmm. that we were discussing. Mm-hmm. And both of us got knocked off Patreon. Wow. And they just came out and said, whoa, we're going to pull back on Johnson and Johnson because blood clots. Uh,
0: again? Look at that. Again. Yeah.
1: yeah. Again. <laughs> I actually think on another side note that the reason they do that is because the mRNA was what it's always been about. So they wanted oh, Johnson Johnson. Those are dangerous ones. Go over here to get the Pfizer. You know, it's like that's what I think that's about. But well,
0: well, it was like uh, on the No Agenda show. Like they always have this like ongoing joke where it's like you could kind of tell who was paying the bills in the media based (laughs) on like like that week like who was all paid up and who wasn't because Uh they were like whoever was getting attacked in the media like Johnson Johnson didn't pay their bills. Uh, I see. Yeah, pro
1: Pfizer. They didn't bribe the right people this month.
0: (laughs) And then the next week it would be like some kind of maybe bad news about Pfizer and Johnson Johnson is back and like yeah Johnson Johnson made a big donation (laughs)
1: that's That's funny and probably not too far off (laughs) hundred
0: percent all right all right we got one more here we got oh and then that one was uh, that last the the missile was from Daily Wrap Up on April Mm tenth you guys Mm want more
1: about that and then the last one we have here. And really, not the last one, to be honest, because there's oh, so oh, yeah. anything you yeah. point at, I could probably show you how yeah. it's even at least been subjectively argued without evidence or has been shown to be false. But yep. Yep. yeah, the, the, you're talking about the, uh, the, the USAID one here?
0: Uh, USAID caught mm-hmm. in Ukraine fake news. Yes. Yeah, so what's yeah. that
1: all about? So, well, this is, this is, it goes to the, and we can maybe briefly touch on Mary Upol since this is what okay. it's about. But this is about Mary and how. They're claiming Russians are just murdering people in Mariupol or not allowing them to leave or, and so basically the only, the one, let's put it this way. There's been a couple of examples of people they claim they are talking to. And, you know, and I'm not saying it's false. Maybe they, Maybe it is partially real. Maybe that they manipulated those people's testimony, but by and large, it's just like a waterfall. Of people coming out of, of Mariupol talking to people like Emma Bartlett or Patrick Lancaster or plenty of others and saying, look, we were raped, we were tortured, we were starved, they didn't give us water, they wouldn't let us leave. They shot my father in the back. I mean, it's it's horrific. And this is their 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 witness comes out and says, Oh, it was so great and they treated us so great and everything was great. Mm. She works for USAID. Ah. And it's just and it's verifiable. And think about how silly that is. So this is what, if they can't find, why wouldn't they have just like paid a person to just, you know what I mean? It just yeah, seems yeah. so trade. So they literally pluck a person out that we can tie right back to the U.S. government. It's, it's yeah. just almost insulting to our intelligence. So what's USAID specifically? Help me out with that. Oh, so this is a non-supposedly non-governmental organization, which yeah. is absolutely government manipulated. Yeah, yeah. Look, think of it as, Cor- James Corbett would call it the Trojan horse of regime change. Okay. U.S. aid, um, national download for democracy. Oh, okay. They go into these countries under a guise of like helping feed people and supporting yeah. them. And all they do is bring in surreptitious like Insurgency kind of stuff, and they bring in, you know, like the Trojan Horse, and they they yeah. come out and they start like disrupting, causing protests, which they pretend are organic, yeah, you know, and then, like with yeah, Syria yeah. or yeah. any other place, Iraq, it's all organized. Okay, and so this is this what this, exactly things like this. Okay. Like her job, is in my opinion, is to do that. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if USAID, that was like an organization, like Unison, like some UN-associated NGO. No, it's, it's U.S. Like it's
1: U.S. government. It's okay. U.S. government aid. And this is basically the international development. So okay. they're basically worse. It's U.S. tax dollars being spent to help countries in need. Great, but they're great. not really doing that. I shouldn't say that there's not some good that may come out of it, but it's a means to an end. Because okay. ultimately what they do is destabilize those very same countries for their own agenda even if they give them some food one time you know whatever but now to be more clear it's not if I'm remembering now looking back at the images it's more this one was specifically about the Mariupol theater that was that theater which apparently were that's where they were being held and all this different stuff which has just been completely shown to be the opposite with all the testimony you know Mm. but bringing that over to the other bigger part about Mariupol uh Eva Bartlett who's now on the ground who I hope you guys are aware of, and she is one of the people, Patrick Lancaster being the other one, follow their work. She proved by speaking to the, this exact shocker, by actually going to the location and actually be speaking to people, Proved that the mass graves was a complete lie. Right. Okay. And spoke to the, uh, the great, the grave digger, the, uh, what are they called? The funeral. Grave diggers. Uh-huh. The yeah. <laughs> There's a name for it, but uh, spoke to them on the ground uh-huh. and, they were like, well, no, that's fake. That's not real. Like, they showed you the graveyard, and they each have their own thing. They they know where they're from, their dates, their names. They even have Ukrainian military buried there. And there, it's not a mass grave. And so then they got quiet on it. And then guess what? This is the great part of that is uh, CNN Portugal. For, for those that maybe don't know the background, they came out and said there's mass graves in Mariupol, and Russia did it. And that's they buried all these people tried to cover it up. Completely fabricated. Wow. Right? So um, – the, the, the basically that the, the Mariupol graves were fake. And then the uh, after Eva Bartlett proved that it got kind of quiet. And then CNN Portugal in a Spanish website came on and basically said, oh, I went there and they're not really there. Wow. That's that's their admission. Wow. So the rest of the corporate media went real quiet and never came back to the story and admitted that they didn't even weren't even real. And now we're on to the next Ukraine says story. Mm. It's 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 incredible. Yeah. I've never seen it this obvious, not even with COVID, to be honest. Wow.
0: wow yeah it just seems like it's crazy and then okay so then i've seen other footage of like back to the maybe somewhere between the false flags and like the bodies and just the deception Mm -hmm. like i've seen footage of like you know they've had like a pile of dead bodies and then, like the camera zooms in, there's like a guy in the corner, like in the pile of dead bodies, like smoking a cigarette, like pretending to be dead. And, like if you
1: where speak, was this? No, no. no. It was,
0: like on Telegram or I think on TikTok or something.
1: Oh, okay, or, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's there, Well, I would I would be very cautious. There's a lot from yes. all sides yeah. of of old videos being repurposed yeah. and stuff. But it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, look at yeah. the white helmets in Syria. They got caught more than once yeah. faking yeah. situations and even like posing with the guy. And yeah. you know, I was like, <laughs> it's like it's all it's crazy, man. It's like, what they do. Yeah, yeah. It's just
0: literal, literal, deliberate deception.
1: And to go back to the very beginning of all this, remember what the impetus was for the whole conversation of like earlier things, like before it actually official before pre February 25th. Okay. They were like, Russia's going to carry out a false flag with with hmm. crisis actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? And oh, even yeah, yeah, yeah. even even Matt Lee yeah. from the Associated Press was yeah. like, he was, that's like Infowars territory. Like yeah, you guys are I being really... ridiculous. And they're like and, and he claimed the evidence was the fact that they said that they thought it was going to happen. Like, think yeah. about how dumb that is. But so the point was, they said he's going to carry out some kind of a false flag, which is going to be the impetus for why he pushes in. Well, instead, he just pushed in yeah nothing happened no yeah. there was no false flag and in yeah. fact ukraine's going to fall flag, false flag false flag everywhere they can yeah. and that never materialized it's like so the, even the beginning claim they made never came to pass and we just jumped to the next one and then actually to finish that point off the Aza battalion i forgot about this oh yeah they stepped up and said there was a chemical attack and the weirdest thing about it was i mean they were all about it and the the mayor of the area even said they killed people we know they did it and they stood by it the western press Didn't even touch it. This was the strangest thing. So, and even, even, so that was the only story in this whole process where they pretended to care about facts. Every other thing they do, they go, Ukraine says it's happening. And they shout it out. This came up and they all were like, well, I don't know. We need to wait for evidence because it doesn't seem like it happened. I'm going like, and then the very next story, Ukraine says this. So, I'm just going like, so was that meant to be? Like, a, so it looked like they were doing their due diligence. Like, I don't even know, but it was so strange that they, they finally got the allegation they said was going to happen the whole time. And they all were like, whoa, wow. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. It's very strange. Oh,
0: oh, man. Okay. So just now that we're on the Azov Battalion, have mm-hmm. we yeah. unpacked that enough? What do we got on Azov Battalion?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just, just the, we, we got it to pretty good in the beginning, yeah. but I think the, the real thing is going forward from here yeah. is that we need to remember that this is not a... Battalion alone. I mean, the good. This is what I, I keep remembering. It's it's called it's the Al movement today, okay. and even they have made that clear. This is the craziest part about it. You can show the Time magazine article from like months before this started, going such a dangerous group. They have international reach and they're influencing terrorism in the United States, and it's overwhelming and it's everywhere. And then like a thirty seconds later, they're like, no, they went away in two thousand sixteen. Okay, and it's like you can show the same outlets yeah. literally contradicting what they said was just happening. How do you, I mean? That's that they must know they're lying, yeah. right? I mean, it's crazy. So the point is to realize this is a gigantic thing that has been driven forward, grown by the CIA, and that's verifiable. Whether you think it's to fight for freedom or whatever else, or whether they're not Nazis or not, but there are elements to this that are actual Nazi connections. Like I pointed out, my my the Lebed from 1948. You know, just that there was like Nazi ties to this, even to today. Then there's the neo-Nazi element, which are just people that are you know believe in the ideology, and then there's just fascism. Right, which you know, because there's all these different parts. It's not just all Nazis, sure, you know. Sure. But the bottom line, though, is that these people have, as Scott Ritter even said in his in you know discussions over the time from 2014 forward, they made sure they pushed their people into leadership positions in the interior of the ministry. They they their national corps, is their political party. They have the national militia, which is a patrol. It's a, it's a patrol alongside the police. They actually monitor elections. Mm-hmm. Like to pretend like this is just a win away is childishly incorrect yeah. you know the person like what's his name um i'm blanking on his name right now it's Ar- Ar- arkov something it, he's a open extremist open nazi entity that they quietly shuffled to the side that's now back in control or one of the one of the founding members of the original like nazi push kind of ideals that got sli- sli- quietly pushed away and now he's also back in a leadership role they don't talk about this stuff no you know and it, but the point is it is immersed throughout the government doesn't mean that everybody involved in the government is that way or that all ukrainians are But there is no dealing with any aspect of this, of Zelensky's controlling faction, without being directly tied to, at the very least, extremist-minded people, Mm. right? I mean, that's just undeniable. Yeah, absolutely. Man. It's alarming.
0: Crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. And,
1: of course, the last point, that all of it ties back to the U.S. government, or specifically the CIA, which you you can even argue those aren't even the same thing anymore, but definitely funded and meant to be used. So whether Russia is doing bad things or not, and that's something we should ask. Yeah. It's obvious that they made this happen. Yeah. They drove it into reality. They poked him in the eye. They continued to cross red lines yeah. until he finally pushed in. Yeah. You know, from, from there you could criticize it, but that's totally. obvious. Totally.
0: Well, I want to get your take on this too. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will kind of wrap up on this. So so uh, a lot of these things as we see, no matter what, no matter who's in charge, no matter what the PSYOP is, it's all driving the agenda, the overall agenda forward. Mm-hmm. It's driving the overall narrative forward. Like yep. we know what they want. We know what they're end result is you know they mm-hmm. want like a cashless society they want right. a social credit score system they want like a central bank digital currency right and i see so many elements of this have kind of helped further that along right you Absolutely. Know, like the switch system and normalizing you know alternative centralized financial institutions you know that, yeah. that's happening so do you see this as just another brick in the wall of just furthering the overall agenda or uh is this kind of a more what are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, it's always a mixed bag, you know. And the thing is, it's always it's always an opinion, too. You know, who who really knows what their intentions are? That's where the mainstream gets into today, where they'll tell you what Putin wants and thinks and feels, and it's so childish. Like that's not there's no way they could know that, you know. But it's a it's a mixed bag, in my opinion, because clearly, it's undeniable that Mm. many of these things have driven faster than even COVID. Some of the agendas around what they want to push in. I mean, look at. I mean, you could even first of all remember that the whole Great Reset concept is about rebuilding, reimagining and you yeah. you can't do that unless you, you've destroyed something, right? Yeah, or exactly you know, re, exactly. if the rebuild it has to exactly. not be there anymore. Yeah. So, the system, let's say like economically first.
0: Yeah.
1: Look at what they just the COVID destroyed the US economy and a lot of other economies, but look at what just happened in regard to the oil and the gas prices and the ruble and the US dollar. I mean, it there's almost this is changing in, in ways we've never seen before, like really large ways that might be shifting you know, now we've got China and Russia and Iran and everybody legitimately beginning to use the ruble instead of the U.S. dollar. Yeah. Even telling of Europe, well, now to use the ruble, right? Yeah. So this is going to tip things over, right? It may not collapse anything, who knows? But it's definitely going to change things in a way we've never seen. So that is driving the whole collapse part more than even COVID, yeah. right? So oh, you, yeah. but you could find that in every little asset, like you aspect, like you talked about the technological part of it. Like we said, Ukraine is screaming about how we're the we're championing the World Economic Forum institute you know uh, tenants and whatever else. So definitely I do think that that's a huge part of it. But there's also that when you go lower, you know, you've got the Zelenskys of the world. Like I don't think Zelensky gives shit about what's happening with the great reset. Yeah. And I think that they would take out like, maybe that all battalion point about the chemical weapons. Maybe that was them stepping out of turn. Yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't cover it. Cause maybe yeah. they jumped in, they wanted attention and they were like, well, we're not ready for it. You know? So th- there's always varying agendas, you know, yeah. like for instance, people like Pelosi mm-hmm. or even Biden, like, do we really think that person knows what's really going on? I don't think they can tie their shoes in the morning without help. You know? Exactly. So those kind of people will act in very personal, low level interests. Yeah. Right. But it's overall tends to be larger in a main direction. You know, so it gets abstract, but yeah. the la- the long point long, you know, sh- short point long. I think that it is a mixed bag, and I think that it's going to be used in every way it can. But way. ultimately, yeah. I think the most prominent aspect is the great reset, the reimagining, the world government. And we're already seeing it with the pandemic treaty. It's already developing into an obvious world government controlling faction that by the way, Russia is a part of. Russia was a young global leader and weird people challenge that as if it's not true. But Klaus Schwab himself has said it on the record more than once that he was definitely a young global leader. So, which doesn't have to prove anything, but it's, I definitely think there's more coordination there and we should be careful. I agree. I agree.
0: Wow, man. Wow. You guys, what a freaking truth bomb. Like Ryan, thank you so much, man. My pleasure, man. We have some, we have some, uh, super chat donations (laughs) here. So let's see, let's see what the folks had to say here. Uh, let's see. A lot of comments. I'm going to go back and read these later, guys. Like, Thank you so much for being engaged in the chat. That's so much fun. Nice. Um, Yeah, scrolling, scrolling. Man, you guys were just all over it. See, this is why I need a producer. I need a producer <laughs> to, like, right? to make a list of these for me. Uh, Let's see. I just want to make sure you guys, you know, I'm just grateful. Oh, my gosh. There's so many comments. It's unbelievable. Okay. We got Hamza says Ryan should try to get Risa, Risa Islam on the show. There okay. Yeah. Yeah. I am yeah. familiar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I follow his uh, telegram <clears> channel. <throat> so yeah. Uh, Lawrence LD. Thank you so much. Great discussion guys. Really happy for you, Scott. It was cool getting to meet you out in Texas. Yeah. Nice. I, I got to hang out with him at float fest. So nice. That's super cool. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping to get him on the show. Let's see. Dale says, excellent show. Thank you, Dale. Nice. Grazy says at Dylan. Okay. <laughs> Biscotti, 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 Biscotti. Thank you so much. Um, and I think, I don't want to miss anybody. All right, you guys. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here with us, hanging out. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for having me in studio. Absolutely. It's such an honor. You guys, we got a lot more for you coming. I'm I'm booking interviews already. I've got lots of interviews already booked in the coming weeks. Nice. It's going to be awesome.
1: So yeah, to, man. all right. Anything
0: else, Ryan, you want to plug, where, where can they folks find you?
1: <clears throat> As always the last American vagabond.com. That's the best place to go and there'll be no shortage coming from Scott from myself, from anybody else. There's going to be plenty yeah. of stuff coming. And by the way, we just put out a great uh, article from Derek today that you, you should check out in regards to how vice news just tried to, I mean, insultingly misrepresent what was happening at his, uh, was it agro agro apolco is yeah. his own, ver, his yeah. own yeah. thing he's agro doing. Pulco, yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, you know, everything else coming your way. Actually, Taylor Hudak's going to have some great interviews coming up nice. from this conference she's going to. So just keep an eye out guys. Lots more coming your way.
0: All righty guys. Well, thank you so much. I need to come up with like a catchphrase to like wrap it up, but, uh, you know, uh, do, do yours for the folks.
1: <laughs> As always question everything guys, come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant.
0: Stay vigilant. All right. Peace.